Barking Pals. Welcome to another episode of Parallel Barking, where my father and I will bark at each other. Woof, woof. Yep, yep. And today we will be discussing something that most dogs are very uh, upset about. Well, they're jealous. They're jealous. Okay, they're jealous. They're jealous of the kitties. Kitties getting all the attention. And by this, we mean meow, meow. Yes, meow, meow. Specifically, getting the attention of a a specific woman um, on a plane uh, on board a Delta flight. A person who is capable of lactation. Yes, yes. This is very, this is a very important fact because a an image has been floating around the the interwebs um claiming a woman was caught breastfeeding her little attempting kitty cat to, attempting to whilst on board a delta airlines flight um and so we wanted to discuss how could this be in this day and age, it's very simple. How? How? Mechanically, now whether successful or not, we don't know. But technically, it's it's actually quite simple. You open up your shirt. No. And Stop. then no. you, you no. put a cat in proximity to um, that part of no. your body that you believe is capable of lactation. No. It doesn't even seem real. Like a pair. Okay, so I've seen it. My dad's seen it. There is an image of a screenshot. Well, between the screenshot, we haven't seen the actual event. Okay, a screenshot of an aircraft, a quote, aircraft communications addressing and reporting system message that the pilot of the, the Delta Airlines flight sent out to the ground requesting a, quote, special red coat to meet one of the passengers on the plane. Now, if you don't know what a red coat is, everybody. It's not a British soldier from the 18th century. Although it would, it, it, it excited me to think so. I, I do still imagine that in my teleported, head. Teleported up to the Atlanta airport in 2021. That would be interesting. Red coats for the Delta airline are Delta's, quote, elite airport customer service experts, identifiable by their bright red coats. In they this are case, especially maybe it should have been a white coat. <laughs> especially no, that would be too messy. They're specially trained to handle on the stop customer no, issues. No, the old in the old days, white coats were what you'd call people who worked at uh, mental health facilities. Oh, but see, okay, you're just assuming that whoever is on this flight is is not in their right mind. No, no, not at all. Quite, actually, quite the reverse. I'm assuming that people assumed that this person was out of their minds. I'm making no such assumption. Oh, good. But good. I'm making a I'm making an assumption about societal assumptions uh-huh. about which which is implied in your own tone. Perfect. About how ludicrous it is. I don't see it as ludicrous at all. Um, <laughs> I see, and 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 that actually for me is is what makes the story more interesting. Um, we can assume it's true, 
or we can assume the attempt to engage in lactation is true, or we can assume it's false, but everyone believes or is desperate to believe that it's true or that we're capable in this society right now of, of imagining this, considering what else has been going on planes in the era of COVID. And I think that's what makes the story far more interesting than either the mechanics of trying to get a cat to uh, receive human lactation or uh, or whether or not it's it's true. So yes. <laughs> so let's 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 go from there. So what's wrong with this picture, if anything, or what should be celebrated? I mean, I guess what the pi- <laughs> you're speechless. I am speechless. All right. I the <laughs> the bottom I'm line the is front of your body. The bottom line is this lady wanted this to person care capable of lactation for her kitty. This person capable of lactation. Okay, you want to approach this scientifically. Let's we assume. No, it, it Let's assume. A, you're, you're making an assumption. We have no idea what the gender of this person was. We know what we know what their signage was to outsiders who may not be um, who who read signals and signs from manifested through clothing and appearance uh, appeared in traditional female garb. What was that? I don't know. It was interesting, though. Please continue. <laughs> Um, it was uh, it dressed in female garb, but so let's assume it was a um, it was either a it was someone capable of lactation or someone who believed themselves capable of lactation, right? But what makes this kind of interesting? We one of the stories for me was was kind of funny. It's it's kind of um, and I hate using this term, but I'm going to use it anyway. Bricolage or assemblage. We're taking some bricks uh, or some blocks and kind of putting them together in interesting ways. So block number one, um, over the past several years, airlines have gone out of their way, uh, mostly virtue signaling, but sometimes it actually works in, um, in being in the vanguard of protecting a woman's right to uh, breastfeed her, ch- her child, breastfeed children, uh, in, you know, in a way that uh, is relatively appropriate and sometimes in your seat. It's, you know, well, yes, and Delta stands. So that's, wait, wait, wait. So that's, us, that's brick number one. So they <laughs> okay. stand for the proposition that, you know, we are all in favor of breastfeeding and we love children. Yes, yes, that brick is. Number, brick number two, we embrace uh, people's close affinity to their animal friends and viewing them as family and therefore uh, in accordance, you know, subject to our rules, we invite them onto the plane as well. So now we have brick number one, which is uh, we are in the vanguard of, of, of pro-lactation culture. And brick number two, we're in the vanguard of uh, pro-animal uh, connectivity in flight. Now, what makes the story interesting, of course, is that what we're doing is taking these two bricks, that these two blocks that normally don't exist in this proximity and putting them together, but why not? Well, yeah, and like super duper emphasizing it. It's like a super hyperbole of like, yes, I love 
and I will express this by, you know, doing it this way. Well, but what if, what if, as uh, we've all seen, and some of us who will remain nameless may be guilty of, um, what if, in fact, this person, irrespective of gender, was making out with her cat? Well, I mean... <laughs> What if, so what the, the, the problem here or the, the thing that just titillated everyone was something actually quite juvenile, the notion of- A bear titty. Yeah, well, a lactating titty. Yes. Or a, 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 a breast capable of lactation. And at that point, you have to wonder, um, that's what makes the story more interesting who's actually the, the, the weird one here? Is it everyone who's being titillated uh, like a four-year-old about uh, a person um, exposing their, or not even exposing because we have no idea what they did or making their uh, potentially lactating breasts available to something that is not normally associated with human uh, lactation? I think you're touching what? on something very important. I think a lot of people- I'm not touching are just anything. Very- <laughs> I don't know. I, I won't. I, I won't touch that with a fifty-foot pole. I just don't think people are, or many are, comfortable, or with the human body. And when it does get mentioned, or even the thought of it, it makes it's lack of a better word, titillating. Yeah. Or 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 it can be abuse. Right. And so the, the other part of the other part of the story is, well, you know, if you put these two blocks together, are you really are we talking about either uh, breastfeeding or the love of animals? But are we are we actually assembling for the purpose of subverting that is of either abusing or subverting a system that is by taking two positive things? And then um, I'm going to use uh, very judgmental terms, corrupting them by putting them together. Right. Yeah. I mean, if and you're so doing things, flipping, right. So what people may be flipping out about is, is the, the corruption, but what's corrupt about it, what's corrupt about it is um, people are drawing lines in our exactly. cultural sand. The unfamiliarity, the, the, the ideas that this is not, this is what we've decided that we are not doing. Well, it's certainly unusual. Right. right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and so you, you can either view it as violating a minor taboo. And that that seems to be the, the way it works, because it was a red coat that was meeting the airline rather than uh, either personnel from a psychiatric institution or the police. Right. Yes, so it, it was, was a minor taboo. Uh, but at the same time, and, it, and maybe the larger picture is uh, this comes on the heels of an almost endless stream of stories about how um, all kinds of social uh, markers, right? Social taboos are now being broken uh, in airlines, people fighting, people That's rebelling, true. right? And so airlines have become the site for uh, rebellion. Yeah. For, uh, for acting out or for resisting what uh, people on the ground increasingly view now whether you agree with them or not we're not talking about that we're talking about for whether they're right or wrong and, and that's not this podcast but whatever they're using airlines as a space 
where they can react and rebel, test the waters test well and and contest and so maybe what we're seeing and the, the more interesting part of the story of the uh the the person with the uh, with the cat in need of lactation mm-hmm. is that in fact what it what it's suggesting is a, a very interesting uh way in which weird or unusual spaces like airlines and who knows what else like gyms or airlines or something but certainly airlines it's up in the air it's disconnected if you think about it you know as a as a metaphor a space that is now detached from these huge webs of covid related and national security related and morals related and social uh uh, limitations and transformation related space where you can sort of seek to either subvert, resist, rebel, or otherwise act out in weirdly unhelpful ways, perhaps given whatever it is that you're trying to do, or maybe you're not trying to do anything just other than to express something that isn't conformity to whatever it is that you think is is now either threatening or hemming you in? Well, I think I think we might see some of that in like the metaverse, but I think that's part of the beauty of the metaverse is people can make it whatever they want and they don't so, have to live within the confines of- So what we should do then is that that person maybe ought to have gotten, oh, what do you call those things? An, uh, everyone sh- on an airplane should be given an Oculus. Yes. Program, right, with a program where they can act out any way they like. Exactly. But then you don't need to get on an airplane to do this. But yeah, so- And pretend sense, you're not sitting around other people that you do not want to be around. Yes, everybody should ooh, have an Oculus. Perfect. And then we get one step closer to the matrix. <laughs> we're all tied. We're all tied Didn't to you the, know? We're all That's tied where we're to going? the Oculus. <laughs> we're all tied to, I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. Uh, we're all tied to the Oculus where we can act out and be heroic or rebellious or conforming or whatever it is we want, but in the space, the safe space of our minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This actually also makes me think, would it even be healthy for a cat to have human breast milk? No, is it healthy for a human to have cow milk? Or cat milk? I don't know. I've never tried it. Have you milked a cat? <laughs> No, no, you know I have a thing now with um, no with milk. Oh milk yes, you do have you have a dairy allergy, but I don't know. We we haven't tried cat milk. We we have not, and uh, unless we start moving from podcasting to TikToking, it's <laughs> it's just not. No, I really am sounding like my own grandfather. Yes. Uh, <laughs> We, we, I, I doubt we'll do that. But anyway, so, so the, the story and even more interesting is the, in a sense that the story actually got, I think the expression has got legs and it's circulated at least for a nanosecond, which is a long time in, in our world of like instantaneous celebrity and then instantaneous oblivion, but it actually circulated, which to some extent indicated the, the story is more interesting for the fact that people will read it and think about it and think, you know, it's true or not true, or it says something bigger or smaller about our society or whatever. Uh, and that's kind of interesting too. One that 
In fact, this is something that is now within the realm of the plausible, that it would not surprise us, although we're all squealing, that some person who believes themselves, A, capable of lactation, uh, two, capable of lactation uh, across species, and three, willing to do it on an airplane rather than in the privacy of one's home. Or any public um, space. Or any public space, right. That would have been interesting. I wonder if we'd had the same problem if this person would have tried to do it in a public park or right. on a subway. Or like, what if they tried to breastfeed a squirrel? Or... Oh, that would be hard. Having tried to inject, not inject, use those little stopper things to feed baby squirrels. Yes. I don't even see how you can get them. Oh my God. I don't it see how you can get... difficult feeding those Maybe something with a, a larger mouth than, and, and less squiggly than a little baby squirrel. Those are too small. But yeah, <laughs> but I get your... <laughs> I get your... <laughs> <laughs> but then but, I also think of the cat's teeth. Like, wouldn't that hurt? Well, you're actually making this plausible. I'm, right? I'm trying. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about being this. Being very metaphor. practical. Yeah, this is the difference between the philosopher and the engineer. You're actually trying to engineer this, right? How can we make this possible? Well, I guess we can invent this thing that will kind of will will be like gloves, some kind of prophylactic on the teeth, but will still allow them to chew. I'm at the other level thinking conceptually, well, my mind is blown. I don't have to worry about How it. How is this happening? You're, you've zoomed past that. You're in the mechanics of it's this. It's happened. Thing. It's happened. It's already happened. It's happening. It's going to happen. We, we've been there. Hedonism. Well, it's not just that. I You worry not so, it, about teeth, but you should probably ought to worry about the claws too. <laughs> yes, that's so true. I mean, but then, I mean, some people might like that. With their cats? With their cats. All right, so that brings the next question. Assuming all of this is true and one can get over the mechanical problem and <laughs> we've got no problem with people doing this in public spaces. <laughs> um, you know, um, next question should be, should we allow it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate this question. <laughs> should, and actually it's, it's, it's an even more interesting because one is who are the we? Yeah, uh, exactly. Two, what, what is the allow? Yeah. Um, and who but, are we allowing? And but, who do we have we jurisdiction do. over? Exactly. Like. Right, right, right. But we do get into everyone's, everyone is into everyone else's business now because it, it beats talking about the bigger things like other things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, when all else, and, and maybe that is a sign of the times when all else fails, it's these little small things that keep a society sane. Um, we can't do comedy anymore. So we, we do stories about people with, um, ambitious lactation program <laughs> across species um that was the best way i've heard it put yet i think ambitious lactation program i think they probably should have changed it to that headline woman uh -huh. with ambitious lactation now, of course, as, as a lawyer, there's a simple solution to all of this. Let's hear it. You just add another clause to the 5,000 clauses that are already in your uh, ticket, 
uh, or you add a line to the, um, you know, what the the flight attendants say at the beginning of a of a flight. And now it's we will include. Don't forget to strap on your seatbelt. No smoking. Keep your tray up. And for those of you who are thinking about it, this airline now forbids uh, any sort of um, of breastfeeding in your seat or otherwise other than uh, human beings. You could just say interspecies breastfeeding. Right, interspecies breastfeeding. <laughs> now, if that's the case, ought one to have some kind of right to breastfeed whatever it is one wants to uh, breastfeed and two, must you have the capacity to lactate in order to breastfeed? In other words, no. ought men ought men to be allowed. Yes. To, because, for example, they might say, well, you know, think of it as a pacifier. Uh, and <laughs> okay, that, no, 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 no. Something has to come out of the nibble and see, now, sustain. Now, you see, now you're being very conservative. No, that's no, that is not conservative. Breastfeeding. It's like a feeding tube, like to feed. I, it, we're not being philosophical here, like no, feeding the need we're back, to chew. we're back on the breast. Now we're back on the breast. So what if you did, you talk about you that. Your finger, well, what if you use your finger instead of the breast? Now you're using a different body part for pacification and uh, the kid or the Okay, but you definitely going, said mm -hmm. breastfeeding. You definitely Whatever, But that's the point, but that's the point. So notice if I use my finger, you don't have a, you have no objection. Finger feeding. All a, right, all of a sudden, if there's a nipple anywhere within sight, now people go all crazy and, and the entire uh, socio-philosophy or socio-culture of uh, human uh, bodies and human interaction comes to the floor. Okay, but if you called it what it was, finger sucking, I think people would also have a problem with that. Why? If you put your finger out and you provide a, a, another sentient life form some comfort what's the problem there there is no problem but people i'm saying are victorian now well no you see that that just now you're making a judgment about people's capacity to be quite um yes i'm, I'm trying to find the right non-judgmental word oh <laughs> wow he's leaving it to me this time it's cool <laughs> i'll take it <laughs> He's laughing because he right. knows it's true. Yeah. Uh, well, we've we have beaten this cat to death. I we think. have. I think. I think the cat's but nine lives of, have. Right. But for those in the audience who have a view on this, um, but it is an interesting uh, uh, convergence of the way we think of body parts, the way we <laughs> create all kinds of cultural norms and expectations about the functionality of body parts and the way in which we create these spaces where yeah. functional uses of body parts are reserved for certain places or there's like these certain performances or ceremonies around them and that the entire social order is built around this complex set of expectations about your body and its use and then when you start playing around with them a little bit at the edges or or when you do it like this which is kind of it's, it really is um, a, a kind of challenging parody. Then mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden people get very agitated. Yes, crossing 
some unspoken lines. It's just well, everyone was speaking very anxious. <laughs> makes me very anxious. It makes people very anxious. I think it's hilarious. But that's neither here nor there. I had a lot of fun barking today. How about you, Dad? Woof woof. Yep, yep. Here, here, here. Anything else for you? Nope. Until next time. Until next time. All right. Say bye, Dad. Woof woof. Yep, yep.